Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. Welcome back, Ben. Oh, Woo! thanks, dude. Balloons, streamers. <laughs> psh, yeah, woo, yeah. We're going to put them in in post. Right? <sighs> great. Now, where's Jacob? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he did a great job. I watched I him. thought he did a great job, man. Yeah, so thanks, Jacob. Job. If you're listening to this one, thank you very much. I struggled a little bit, and I'm happy you're back, but I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. How, but, was your, uh, how was your trip to Paris? I had a really good time. Um, I had a really good time. I'm, uh, in case you can't tell, European. English people are European as well, <laughs> despite what some people in England think. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I hadn't been that way in a while because of, you know, all of the stuff going on and the uh, pandemic and everything. So it was really nice to go back to Europe. And usually when I go to Europe, it's good to see my family, it's to go, you know, just go home to England and see my friends and family. Not, and not a pandemic anymore, though. Right. Um, but well, I guess I <laughs> guess what I was going to say though is, uh, is I never ever get to go anywhere but home because it's like if you're an expat, yeah. you always have to just go home. You know yeah. that's what you use your vacation time for. Um, so it was nice to go somewhere other than home for a change. It was well, cool. at least you get to go somewhere. I usually use my vacation for like the other coast of Florida. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, trust me, I'm not complaining. I, I know we still have my bread's butt. Right, right, right. Here. Like, well, let me, boo-hoo, ben, ben had to go to Paris. I, felt, <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Wow. Uh, I had a really nice time. It was, That's it was awesome. Amazing. Well, we did miss you. We did miss you, but uh, but I think we had two uh, two fun episodes. And uh, yeah. yeah, man. And then uh, I have to talk about the uh, other thing that we've been discussing this week is our YouTube channel is blowing up. Right? Thanks so much for everyone who's been watching the episodes yeah it's, absolutely we, we went from a few hundred to multiple thousands of views in the last um month or so and it's just amazing yeah. so um all of our new listeners thank you so much watchers i suppose yeah viewers yeah all of our new viewers thanks so much for checking out on youtube and uh do us a favor and like and subscribe to the uh to the podcast yeah um, absolutely you know, it helps uh, us out for sure yeah absolutely yeah. does helps us come up better in the algorithms and everything not that I know a huge amount about it all I really know about algorithms is the word algorithm but, um, <laughs> you know, yeah apparently it helps for that so yeah, uh, yeah you know please uh, like and subscribe on there and uh, and thanks so much for watching it means a huge amount to us we've been doing absolutely. this for just over a year and uh, and it's so nice to see it um, you know starting to take flight it's badass yeah, yeah it's awesome man yeah, and uh, this week we have an amazing guest. Perfect timing, seeing as all of a sudden we got all these viewers. We have, <laughs> we have the, the most am amazing drummer maybe I've ever seen. Russell <laughs> on Russell's incredible the planet. Thank you, I appreciate it, and congratulations on making it back from Europe. That sounded lovely. <laughs> That's cool. No, yeah, did, really you, nice did you only go to Paris, or were you in I'd, other parts? Well, the way it worked was um, it was my sister's wedding. Okay, and, yeah, and uh, she had booked it. Three years ago, she doesn't even live in France anymore. Um, she lived in France for years, and she booked it three years ago, and then everything happened, so we couldn't do it, and it was postponed and then postponed, and then finally we got to do it. And, uh, yeah, just went over there for 10 days, hung around, and, and we got to go to possibly the most metal place in the world, the Catacombs. Yes, I know, I saw that. I was like, oh, this is so cool, man. Yeah, really yeah. Awesome, man. I've wanted to go there for years, ever since I knew it was a thing. So, yeah. yeah. Did, you didn't find the underground raves or well, anything? Well, here's the thing. 
I was with my family and everything. Right. I was going to say he was with his mom, so probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, Mom, I'm going to you check yeah. this out real quick. What Just is that say, sound? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my mom is pretty cool, but I don't know if she's like a rave in the catacombs cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe ballroom dancing in the catacombs, but not a rave. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And also, I, I know that my my uh, sisters, I was a I get confused with family members. My sister's husband, um, he has seen people coming out of like the the manhole covers. Oh, in the oh yeah. So people do go down there, and I think <laughs> they go down there quite a lot. But I think it's one of those things you sort of have to be a local to know. About. Yeah, you gotta be invited. It's creepy. Yeah, or have invited a different kind of YouTube channel you know, where you do dangerous yeah. stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe we could pivot. <laughs> <laughs> urban exploration. Yeah, yeah. Five six one urban, and it's just like a, a shack in like the, a field. Exactly. Five six one urban yeah. exploration. Yeah. <laughs> Be like an those, abandoned uh, Arby's. Like those ghost hunter sto- uh, <laughs> uh, uh, shows, man. But we'll be like hunting raves in the catacombs. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I feel like we have the right vibe for it. Both like middle-aged dudes with beards and baseball caps, you know? Yeah, like, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely cut out for that kind of show. I left my hat at home. I was going to wear it. I'm serious. I'm going to fit right in. <laughs> no, it's good. You know, it really sort of like um, rounded it out with, yeah. the, with the smooth. Well, I figured I'd fuck yeah. with the lights a little bit, you know, to try to like <laughs> deflect a little bit and, you know, blind everyone watching all the new viewers. I got to sharpen them up you know i feel like when i met you i had a, a lot of hair i did have more and then yeah. like you know fatherhood no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was definitely going and i was like man like enough and i just started shaving it and well it's a good look you know, i like very, it it's yeah. comfortable it's easy it's comfortable you Talking know of things that are very metal smooth. this is yeah. very metal i guess so i'd rather have <laughs> long ass hair and look like you know some kind of metal jesus or something but yeah, yeah you know <laughs> i could never do it either I, I could never do the long hair it was never something that worked out for me either i used to have it but back in the day it was great Great, dude. It was like all down here, and I oh, pretend I was in Holland making bread in the windmill or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but now I just look like a thumb. So I feel like I met you the same day that I met Rocky Rucker, which was um, yeah probably about ten years ago at the South Palm Beach School of Rock. Yeah, some uh, yeah almost. It was probably like eight so yeah, eight ten years ago. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 that's when I first moved to Florida. Really, like twenty fourteen okay. probably. Yeah, right. Okay. And it was where are you I, from? Originally from New Jersey, don't tell anybody. <laughs> but I lived in Philly for years, and then my ex was a marine biologist, and I had family down here, so we're like, let's just come here. And she was like going to school and shit, so it's like, okay, makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. My wife is a biologist too. Very cool. Yeah, there yeah. You go. We obviously share a penchant for scientists. Yeah, I, do you my know wife what? Is it's a bio. Oh no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that today. It's always like science people, bartenders, or uh, like vet techs. Like okay. always. Like I don't know why. Yeah, I but yeah. with that. I, you know, people always ask me about that. They were, they're like, you know, how to, and I, I think it's just, I, I'm, I'm not sure I could. I've never been a, attracted to like other musicians that much dude i don't know I, why me neither I, i'm not that not attracted but i never got like i've never hooked yeah, up with anybody or gotten with anyone that yeah. liked metal ever yeah. Yeah. even like at a concert like yeah. any times that it happened they didn't even know i was playing a show or anything like, yeah not you know. attracted to is the totally wrong but word. no it's just never saying, worked yeah. out like that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. i'm a little offended i thought you were attracted to me <laughs> <laughs> but, well maybe it would make more sense if they showed the guitar behind you i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah right 
Anyways, the uh, <laughs> get, 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 getting off our penchant for biology. Right, right, right. Let's get into some music stuff. Um, so I know you sort of primarily as a drummer, but you're a multi instrumentalist, so you can play pretty much anything. Uh, yeah, the doctor always said I was artistic, so you know, it's <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, no, I, like I, I, it was funny. I was talking about this like yesterday too, just thinking about like when I was a kid in high school or whatever, rather than, you know, like actually finishing my day of school, I would cut half the day, go into the music room, even though I didn't have like music class or anything. And the guy was super cool. I mean, he was just like, God, please don't ever get us caught doing this. But he would let me like set up. I would take this old Tama kit and an old Pearl kit and put them together in this like sound room and literally like cut from one, like I would go shove food down my face at lunch go into there and then do that for the rest of the day until it was time to go and then hop yeah. on the bus then yeah. go home then do that on drums guitar bass drums guitar bass until I'd hear like fucking pounding on the wall oh, that's <laughs> not, awesome. not every day but like a lot of times that I'm like man you know I'm glad I did that yeah because like you know now I can make no money on several instruments you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's fun. I feel like I feel like with music sometimes it's almost the same as um, you know science in the sense that you can become overqualified. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know I, mean? I know. Good so God. you get to a certain level of good where it's just like, I, I think it, I mean, I'm not sure that the bar could handle that. I don't know how <laughs> like, we're going to you. just you. play the four on the floor? I'm not asking <laughs> yeah. for a fucking jazz odyssey right now. Like. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's funny. So, um, yeah, I was the same way when I was a kid. I used to hold myself up in the music school. Yeah. Yeah, We. I went to a boarding school and it had like a separate building that was just for music. I, I just lived in it. I That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I was so lucky, yeah. That is cool to have something like that, you know what yeah. I mean? Or just the availability to even get into it. Like, yeah. Do you remember like the moment that you knew, like you were, you were like hooked on it? Yeah, I do. It was, I was doing it, it for some reason when I was young. I went to like a lot of schools early on. I don't yeah. know whether that was like me or that we were moving around I'm, I, no one's ever really told me why that was but yeah. but, um, <laughs> but um what are you running from <laughs> yeah yeah but in one of the, one of the schools I, <laughs> I think it was like the second or third primary school that i went to i was still pretty young and and they put me in a play and i got to sing a song and i just loved it and I, that's and, so cool and I, I was just all about it i was singing my little heart out on stage and everyone was like wow you're a really good singer and i, and I was like oh i guess i must be and i, I and then i I would, from that moment on, I was like, it's going to be music. And I would be drawing pictures of myself. You know, I had this like cartoon um, sort of band that I yes. uh, that was all cats. And, <laughs> and they were called, for some reason, they were called Touch. I don't know why. <laughs> it was like great. a boy, it was like this little boy band of cats. Yes, like, Touch. I, <laughs> they, they later became uh, Brian Setzer, uh, Stray Cats. I'm sorry, dude. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, go yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I was like really young. I always used to draw these little cats playing. And, and, and then, yeah, it was just drawing pictures of being in a band and playing music and that was just all I cared about from the youngest age. Now right? you're a cool cat playing music on stage. <laughs> like, I out. mean, for real though, like that's that's funny. Yeah, that's totally, fun. man. Um, so what we do usually is we kind of, you know, we start off from these early experiences and ask you about that. Do you have um, family in music? You know, so my dad sang all the time. He had like a five-octave vocal range and like oh, smoked wow. four packs of cigarettes. It was crazy. And like yeah. actually just recently... Uh, my mom passed away recently, and I was going through all this stuff. And my my best friend Pat was here and played with him in so many bands. But uh, and he's like looking through these tapes, and he found this tape, and he's like, "What is this, Tom? Wonderful!" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Long story short, it's my dad like singing fucking doo wop and like harmonizing with himself, and it's oh, wow. it's unbelievable. Yeah, and I'm like I don't know. So my dad always sang. My mom played like flamenco guitar when I was a little kid. Oh, so. Wow. 
But you know, it was funny. I love them both. They're great. They were fantastic people. But like, I remember them telling me like, oh, you got to be in the right place at the right time to make it in music. And I found out that they're fucking wrong. You're wrong, <laughs> mom and dad. You got to fucking make it happen. You know, yeah, not that absolutely. I have made anything happen, but like, you know, it, it's just funny. But yes, yeah, so that's no, my I, long-winded answer. <laughs> no, not at all. And, 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 you know, picking up on what you're saying about the, uh, I, I think there's just so many common misconceptions with music like that. It's, mm. a, a, you know, the way that I've, made a living doing it is just by stubbornly continuing to do it exactly yeah. <laughs> for real with anything you just like yeah. double down on what you're good at and keep fucking doing it and maybe try to figure out like a better way sometimes but like you yeah know, yeah you're totally. doing well, well you, know. <laughs> you know let's congratulate each other yeah right? absolutely you know? likewise you know if, if you can afford to be alive you know that's, that's for real it, that's really. increasingly so yeah nowadays <laughs> yeah. but yeah Exactly. So, yeah, so you, you, family and music, did they encourage you? when? You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I remember playing, you know, like, so this is funny. I played a f- in a few bands, but this one band when I was, like, 16 or 17 called Encaged. And it was other, Encaged. like, you know, but cool it was funny, you know, and I, like, drew the logo on my bass drum. and uh, But uh, we had, we, uh, the kid that had started the band like he kind of was like a rich kid and like his family had money but whatever he was amazing on guitar and wrote these great songs but they were able to like buy onto shows so like and he needed a drummer so i started playing drums and we played with like all these metal bands immolation we played with hate eternal nile arch enemy and origin in this one show and i remember like both my parents even though they weren't together like coming and helping me and taking me to this show like a fucking hour away at this like crazy club in South Jersey. How old are uh, you at this point? Uh, 16. Right. Yeah. And like, I probably shouldn't even have been in that fucking place, you know, even though I'm like smoking weed with the bands in the back and my parents <laughs> don't even know. But anyway. Sure. And like, I, I bet you were like pretty now. tall and like broad yeah. and young too. And that's how I met a lot of bands back in the day, dude. I'd be like, hey, uh-huh, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not that I do that anymore. But anyway, um, yeah. And they were both there. And this is when this band Arch Enemy had just kind of gotten this their previous singer. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of them, but like this uh, this woman Angela Gasso, who's amazing, unbelievable vocalist, and you know she's like and like fucking growling and screaming, you know, and just like hot like Swedish lady, you know. And both my parents, I remember looking at them, and I'm like rocking out, and we had just finished playing, and they were like doing this like flip flop band things, and we were between like all these amazing bands, but in another room. And right, then, yeah, so when you. Arch Enemy went on, they're standing there, and I'm looking at them, and the both of them are just like, and they had no, it, they were blown away, and it was the funniest oh, fucking wow. thing. But I keep telling these long ass stories, but like, please do. It was just funny. Like they were very supportive, you know. It, sometimes they'd fucking argue with each other at my concerts, which was embarrassing. But like, <laughs> they still like were there and you know dragged my fucking ridiculous drum set, which has only gotten bigger, you know, yeah. out to these shows for me, and it was really awesome to have them there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know, my parents were always supportive. They came yeah. to some shows that, you know, it wasn't necessarily, but then I had a bit of a w- different situation. I, I went away to school when I was young and stuff, so it kind of, you know, I wasn't like at home doing it from home, you right. know what I mean? It's a bit of a different situation, but so nice to have a family that that's behind you. Did you end For up sure. getting involved in like um, the stuff that's available when you're a teenager, like, you know, like band and orchestra and stuff like that? I did... Like when I was, so I, when I asked you earlier about like, you know, do you remember the moment? I was thinking like I remembered that specific moment where I knew, you know, yeah. I wanted to do music. And it was like we were in kindergarten and it was we had like, you know, the bullshit music class where you get to like bang sticks together. Like, OK, this is a fucking samba beat or what you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 
And uh, then they brought us into the the older grade music class and yada yada, which you know you'd get to do next year or whatever. So when you start joining band, concert band, jazz band, all that shit. And the the music teacher brought in his music teacher, and I remember just sitting there and like turning around and seeing this like l- this little old man with like a little mustache and just like in a little suit and just happy. And I remember looking at this guy and being like, "That's it's like my guardian angel." It was oh, weird. Yeah. And then just for some reason, like when he was talking about playing like all these instruments, and I was just like fucking floored. Yeah, man. And I already loved the music. I would like put on baggy sweatpants and rip up a cardboard box and dance on the floor like MC Hammer and shit. <laughs> cool. But like you know, yeah. Once I saw this guy play like fucking ten instruments right in front of my face, I was just like, "This yeah, is it." That's but, awesome. Again, you tangents. know that reminds me of something. Actually, uh, uh, do you, you know Caitlin Chazice, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. she uh, has asked me to come to uh, her school for careers day, and that is you just reminded me why I should definitely do that, dude. You know for I mean? real, yeah, like, because um, you, any kind of inspiration when you're that age, sometimes that's all it takes. Is just it's a, random. Mm. Sometimes it's like a totally unexpected. Yeah. And you're just like, like I remember bringing, like I dated this girl who worked at a Montessori school in Philadelphia years ago. And uh, she asked me to do, like, a music presentation. So I brought in uh, – I had this sitar, like, this big, huge double tumba fucking sitar. It was amazing. And a saz and, like, all these weird instruments. And uh, I brought in a couple CDs to play for them. And I played this, like, Behold the Octopus. It's this crazy – like, there's no 4-4 in it at all. Like, it's totally angular and fucked up and crazy sounding. And I put it on and I see these kids are going, like – like, whoa, what is this? Because you, there's no – you can't find one. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And they were just like, I saw some kids be like, <clears throat> and then they were getting like all excited because I started playing like metal and shit. It was really funny. But That's yeah, awesome. like sometimes, dude, like they're just blown away. Yeah. You know, and you never Absolutely. know. You get into it. But with that, I wound up doing some, you know, concert band or whatever. But as I got older, I just wanted to do it alone more and more. What was the, uh, how, how did metal become the thing? Uh, you know, all right. So, oh, okay. That's a good question. So. I always listen to like all kinds of all kinds of music. My parents would put on like a lot of the Beatles and like, you know, uh, my dad always played like Mahavishnu Orchestra yeah, and cool. Steely Dan was always on. I fucking love Steely Dan. Yeah. Just all kinds of shit. Tears for Fears, like I mean literally everything from jazz to like whatever. But then I remember hearing Faith No More on the radio yeah. and just being like, yo, what is this? Yeah. And then coming to visit my grandparents in South Florida in Boynton Beach. And uh, stay, like getting up in the middle of the night and watching TV, like sneaking TV and Beavis and Butthead was on. Yeah. And they were playing Cannibal Corpses, The Bleeding. And I saw that and I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, do they even repeat parts? Is this improvised? Like, what is happening? The power. Dude, and then, like, that's what I'm saying. And then like, I forgot the name. And then like months later, you remember like, you know, like the Big Brothers, Big Sisters organization. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I had a big brother and he was like kind of into metal. But, you know, metal, you like, like fucking Nirvana or whatever. Like, it's fine. But, you know, at the time, and I'm like, dude, there was this band I saw. Like, and I was like, what? It's like two names. And he's like, is it Fear Factory? I'm like, no, no, no. It's something worse. You know? <laughs> and I don't remember how I wound up. I think I saw it again on Beavis and Butthead. But, like, dude, I remember seeing that and just being like, what is this? I need this. And then yeah. finally found it. And my grandmother bought me <laughs> a copy of uh, Cannibal Corpse's Vile 
which has a, a mummy on the front with like a, a dick that's mummified in barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. barbed wire. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Grandma. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Oh, that's great. I I just find that the whole death metal, how can we outgross each other thing? It's fucking it's, absurd, yeah. yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's totally absurd. Yeah, yeah. But th- within that, there's so many subgenres. Like, if the, I, personally, I'm not into like the, I mean, whatever, like, it's it's all fine. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm more into like, what am I into? like more serious, even though like I'm not a serious person at all, but like all the, you know, like I'm fucking devouring corpses and fucking corpses. I'm just like, oh, it's stupid. Like, what are right, you saying? Yeah. You're okay. saying about as much as Britney Spears right now. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I no, mean, I it's, it has this place. I love horror movies and shit, you know, but I want to. Well, I think wake some... fucking people up, man, you know? Yeah, man. Right? right <laughs> like, yeah, whatever yeah. that means. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah. No, I think there's something that is so diverse and so, and just it, it's just a huge pile of niches. Yeah. Metal, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Every, I, I, you know, if you had two people who are into metal in the same room, there's no way they'd be into the same thing. Right, you know, yeah. Like but that. also you, you have a common ground because, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, what's that illegible pile of sticks on your shirt? Oh, it must be a metal logo, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, cool. Well, I don't have to like the same exact one, but it's everybody likes such a, you know, big mixture of it anyway. But yeah. Some of it's just a little too like corny. I'm just like, all right, like it's enough irony. Like I want yeah, it to be okay. angry and dangerous, yeah. you know, <laughs> or yeah, at right least on. fucking terrifyingly weird, you know. Totally. So yeah, Cannibal Corpse was the start of the start of it. Huh? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's like you know probably the, the most well known death metal band I would say ever. But like that was yeah. the start of really like finding more extreme metal, you know, because yeah. <clears throat> like I had heard, you know, like I said, fucking uh, Faith No More. Yeah, which specifically King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime. That album's incredible. I don't know how old you are, but that album was the one that hit when I was the right age to receive it as well. That's yeah, that was the one. Like Digging a Grave was the yeah, song, yeah, and yeah. I heard that. I was like, wow. But then of course the, I for some found reason out, I was like really into the gentle art of yeah. making enemies. Don't look so surprised. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I deserve a reward because <laughs> I'm the best fuck that you ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> but that's Trace Bruant on that album from Mr. Bungle, and I was like. No wonder I fucking like that album more than all of them. You know, it's like yeah. I had said um, a, a, a girlfriend Chiefs. years ago got me into, showed me Mr. Bungle. Yeah. She had so much better taste of music than me. Like and did your <laughs> escape plan and stuff. Oh yeah, dude, that's yeah, my she, homies, dude. They yeah. fucking rule, man. Like yeah. and that, well, then they're all you know. They all play with each other, and Mike Patton played with them and stuff. They fucking yeah. There's that album, in so there. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Irony is a dead scene. Speaking of irony being a dead scene, there you go. That's the album. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, this girlfriend I had when I was around, I got to have been about 22. Um, yeah, she that she opened the door for me for all that stuff. Yeah, yeah she, totally. She she had a bunch of she, her and all her friends were super into that that kind of thing, that experimental, right? Kind of yeah, thing, which is really I feel like you know. That's kind of where you're at, sort of in my head. For know? sure, you know, and it's funny, man. Like, because I, it, it's always been difficult, like trying to like first start playing with people because I can play with anybody, like for the most part. Not not to play with anybody, but like it's you know I play a lot of different kinds of shit. But like a lot of people, like jazz dudes, will be like, "Oh, he's a fucking metal dude." I'm like, I don't want to hear pounding blast beats or like metal dudes would be like oh he's too experimental you know or right. whatever and it's kind of frustrating i'm like can you just hear me like yeah, yeah. hear me <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I forgot the question, but like, oh, yeah. really well. I mean, you know, it was just sort of talk. I guess I was. I, it was. It was. To, we we were kind of narrowing in on sort of where you oh, sit as a player yes. and your style, you know. And actually, which, which kind of goes into um, the acts you've played with. Um, you, could you give us a little bit of an overview of sort of what you've been doing with that? Let's start sort of from early on, and you know, um, what which bands have you played with? So a bunch of a lot of metal stuff for sure. Uh, a lot of a lot of bands that I wish kind of got like more recordings and stuff done with. Um, when I lived in Philly for years, there was an amazing. Speaking of like experimental, excuse me, stuff. There was an incredible like avant garde and experimental music scene there, and a lot of the people like you know Mr. Bungle people and all that kind of would like filter through and play with a lot of the musicians there. Oh wow! And we it was really incredible. Like I remember we had. One this one band like that we put together we would just put together fucking random bands and we called it Bulgina <laughs> I don't know why but <laughs> like it was me on Bazooki which was fun uh, our drummer who is unbelievable I can't even you know they're all unbelievable uh, did you have like distortion and, bazooki no, no no it was like straight up like, like Bulgar we, we actually transcribed like uh, you know the Bulgarian wed- okay, not now the Bulgina music. makes more sense no it, exactly okay, yeah, yeah, but like the what is it? The Le Mystère de Voix Bulgare, the mystery of the Bulgarian voices, like the female vocal choir. Okay. Have you ever hear that no, shit? No, no. It's fucking unbelievable, dude. Oh, it's wow. like spellbinding. Because it's like 30 women and they're all doing these like insane stacked fucking harmonies and it's oh, like wow, cool. nuts. But we transcribed one of those and it was some of it was one was like a Greek, uh, whatever odd time signature bazooki traditional song or whatever but how did you find yourself playing bazooki i just loved it i thought it was cool as shit and i used my tax money to get one years ago (laughs) it was really cool it's like a big mandolin and you could tune it the irish way is like gdad but the greek way is like cfad you play with like a giant triangular pick no just regular one like for i mean for the bazooki because so there's you know the greek one is like the round back and then the irish one is like it looks like a big mandolin like a long neck mandolin okay yeah and that's but I had the Irish one. It was actually made by Fender, but I tuned it the Greek way, okay. which is the same, different notes, but the same intervals, like you know, but as like the four highest strings on a guitar. So you can get like you know triad chords and all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like this stuff that sounds like it might be a muted sounding banjo in a lot of that Irish music. That yeah, bazooki, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And the yeah. way they play it, and the, like, it sounds slightly different from the Greek one. But yeah, yeah, cool. That and yeah. I find it really interesting how Irish traditional music weird instruments ended up in it like mm-hmm. it's almost because if you look at kind of european folk traditions it's uh, and then and then the way it filtered over to the u.s it usually comes that direction right but then yeah. with the island it almost went the other all it ended up with weird instruments in the 19th century like the banjo came from yeah. the u.s to ireland it's you know so I mean? strange well maybe it's the same way as like you know really eastern and really western like surf rock and and japanese shamisen music is like the same scales you know what i mean yeah. who knows so i got it's yeah it's all nothing's new i guess like yeah, who knows, totally. man but yeah, it is it is weird maybe some kind of emigration em- little thing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I guess. I mean, well, there was, you know, because I guess so many Irish people in the U.S., especially right. at that time, going back and forth, you know, it must have just come over them. But, you know, you see these sort of like folk groups from the 60s in Ireland and the instruments they're playing, you know, they're, they're not like, you know, the banjo isn't an indigenous Irish right. instrument. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's Americans. So I don't huh. know. It was found interesting. Not, not like the Bodrin or whatever, that fucking yeah, yeah. big drum thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
That's um, funny. I, I'm like just waiting to the time when I get a hurdy gurdy. I have a yes. hurdy gurdy tattoo. Look <laughs> Do you? Yeah, 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 that's so cool. So I just I just haven't managed to justify it financially yet because you, you if you can build get a, one, have you ever seen one of those? I have seen the kits online, but I didn't realize they were any good. Are they, is it like legit? Who cares? It's fucking, <laughs> yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you play it for 10 minutes and you'd be like, all right, that was cool. So like, my uncle Paul is in this band called Blow Zabella. Okay. And you'd appreciate them as someone who just enjoys, you know, a broad cross-section of music. Yeah. And, and um, they've, over the years, they've had hurdy-gurdy players in the band. I think this latest album doesn't have one in, but it's the first album I think maybe ever that hasn't. And since then, since hearing it as a kid, I was just really into the, yeah. the sound of them. And the fact that they have that kind of buzzing bridge, you know, so that cool. it gives it the rhythm and everything. And it just sounds like a cross between like, you violin, know, a violin yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and with this zing, 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 zing uh-huh. like a, Yeah, with this cool like sitar thing going on. You can on change the rhythm of it too. Like, yeah. It's so fucking weird, yeah. Exactly. So at the moment, it's a toss-up, right, between getting a nice set of bagpipes and getting Getting um getting a hurdy gurdy because here's the thing, the bagpipes would make more sense for Killbillies. Yeah, but I like would the it though? Yeah, because you could still it's a droning thing. You know yeah, what I mean? that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I know. I'm just sitting in this crossroads at the moment. It's like which road do I take? Hurdy gurdy. Yeah, I think you might. Right. I mean, I got the tattoo. Yeah, you get come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, get, you can't play a fucking man. bagpipe with a hurdy gurdy tattoo. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. I think it's about time. Yeah, totally. Yep. I saw some pictures of you holding a bazooki and I didn't realize. So, is it something? Let's get back to that story. Yeah. So, so, you're in Philly, like yes. playing this kind of really super um, kind of um, experimental scene um, on the bazooki. Yeah. yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. And we, it's funny too, because, oh my God, how can I? It was so incestuous, like that whole fucking like, entire scene of people. But a lot of them were like into extreme metal and all kinds of shit. So, uh, I'll start with was one band. Um, this band called Satanized was the name of the band, and uh, it was literally just like all these dudes. It wasn't even metal; it was like noise rock kind of, but like right. really angular and very like all just fucking just like unnecessary counting <clears throat> things the weirdest ways and just very shrill. And there was shredding, but it was like if Big Black was shredding, you know what I mean? Like, you never yeah. listen to that band, like, uh, what is that, Songs to Fuck To or whatever that album yeah, is? Yeah. So, yeah, it would be like that, but with shredding, and it was really odd, but uh, all those dudes, like, you know, played in all these freaking bands, and, I mean, like, it was, I can't even, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, but, like, <laughs> I remember the one guy, like, he would, uh, this dude, Alex Nagel, unbelievable guitarist, uh, played in a million bands this band the flying lutenbachers if you ever get the chance to check them out unbelievable but he did this thing i mean like he could play anything you put a piece of the most complicated music in front of him he'd sight read it and fucking play it on the guitar like he was an alien but he used to do this shit where he would do c plus programming and he called it c-section and it was (laughs) like this weird whatever c plus programming that he got to make all these terribly horrific sounding fucking screeching things and he would shred over it and like put contact mics on styrofoam and like but what he would do it sounds totally ridiculous yeah. and i'm totally going on a fucking diatribe like tangent about nothing but like <laughs> he would somehow like get these difference tones out of the guitar so you know when an ambulance goes by you hear the ascending and the descending note and it goes yeah. like, like yeah, inside yeah. your head yeah. if you recorded that you won't hear that you only right. hear the ascending and the descending that third note happens because of the the notes 
the vibrations, the frequency bouncing off each other in such a way, way it creates – it makes your eardrum vibrate that's and right. create another note. That's right. And I, resonance did, I didn't yeah. think about this when I was at the universe. That's right. It's yeah, fucking people weird. People write music for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought it's like – Dude, people yeah. would – I would look around and some people would just be like this. Yeah. And like some people <laughs> would get like fucking visibly like upset and leave. Like it was really funny, but it would like – yeah, have this effect on people that's like what I really wrote viscerally. My, that's why I wrote my not that that hymn obviously, yeah. but I wrote my th- thesis on that for university. That's and, wild. Like the physiological effects of sound and, and composers mm-hmm. are using that. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. There's this guy Ryoji Ikeda. You know who that is? No. He makes this stuff like music for rooms, and it's a similar thing where he'll get like standing waves. Depending where you're standing in the room, it sounds different. Yes, and it sounds yeah. like it's traveling sometimes. That's yeah, what used yeah. to fucking yeah. freak me out because he'd be like doing this thing, and then he'd look, and then he'd play this thing, and it would sound like it was like over here, and I'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you dude like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's super interesting it's funny I, like at the time I, I wasn't really knowledgeable or potentially intelligent enough to pull that thesis off yeah. but i did have a lot of good time listening to the music right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i did do very well in the paper but i, I learned a lot in the process <laughs> it's a really interesting fucking concept you know you can make yeah. sound bounce off of itself basically and yeah make your ears create an extra note that's not even there like yeah totally okay. yeah I'd f- i hadn't thought about that in years yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool to- yeah it's yeah. badass man <laughs> yeah so getting back to bands okay so you were you, <laughs> you were in this awesome what sounds like super fun very creative sort of thing in philly mm-hmm. um let's uh, uh what happened next band it, it what would you say was the the band that you felt like you fir- you first sort of, you know were really in for a long time and it was right. a big deal for you um, well, geez, that probably was when I was like 14, but I don't even know. There was, there's so many bands. I think one yeah. the bands that I started to like really take seriously or do serious things and please forgive me if I'm forgetting somebody or something, <laughs> but like, I think it was around, I mean, okay. So the band Sylveth that I played in okay. with my best friend Pat forever, and my other friend Alex, and our friend our friend Mike and Thoros, whatever. Um, we that was a band where we really started kind of like trying to do stuff. And yeah. I had been playing from that band in Caged. This guy Alex was the guitarist, second guitarist in this band. Then I joined his thing, which was called Sylveth. Yeah. And then we all this was in New Jersey, and then we wound up moving to Philly like separately. And I've lived in the Poconos before that, whatever, all over. But uh, we started playing shows and, you know, getting on, like, bigger shows. And we met, um, geez, a bunch of people from there. But Cool. I don't even know, dude. There's, there was, like, 20 bands at that, that time. <laughs> but, gotcha. like, that one. It's a really interesting way to sort of go about sort of be, being in music is you just you just spread yourself out of yeah. it. Yeah. Just did yeah. a whole bunch of different stuff. You kind of have to do a bunch of different stuff. I mean, now, especially if you're well, going to try true. to like make it at all. Like, look, I mean, you're doing a podcast, you're teaching, you're fucking yeah. performing, yeah. you're yeah. writing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. have, have to wear a million hats. No, I was talking true. to my friend Anthony about this too and he has some really good ideas about how to fucking like focus all this stuff, you know, and synthesize it. Yeah. But it's, you know, I don't know, man. You you really do have to like literally and figuratively wear hats sometimes. It's true. <laughs> you do a lot of um session work, don't you? Yeah, especially lately with the you know, like during this whole pandemic shit, you know, I was like able to get together a, a pretty good recording setup and been kinda like pushing that a bunch and working on that. So yeah. Yeah, cool. Right now I'm I'm So you're doing that all from shit. mostly from your house? Yeah, then? from my studio, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sick. Yep, just a yeah. little garage, you know. What, what's your, what kind of gear are you running? So I she's man, let's see. So is recording stuff wise yeah. or uh just what should I call it? Studio 1, okay. which I like I've been using that forever. 
have this uh, Tascam 16OX, whatever the hell, 8. It's like a 16-channel board right. uh, interface. I have like this – I have a couple different boards like for, that I use for pre's, but for the most part, there's pre's in the thing already. And, okay. Like, do, you send, pretty... do you generally send like ju- it, the stuff just sort of well-recorded and dry and then they do what they want? I, I mix my own shit and I send like a <clears> – <throat> excuse me, I, like a stereo track usually of oh. drums. Unless somebody's like, hey, you know, let me like fuck with the stems. And that, usually I won't do that just because I don't want my drums fucked with. You know, I want yeah. it to sound like I recorded it, you know. And Hell yeah. I don't want it to sound like – I don't want people like, you know, sound replacing everything. Like I'm not – I want it real drums. You know right on, I mean? yeah, okay. Even yeah. if I'm using a trigger on the bass drum, like I'll blend it with a real kick. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know? But like, yeah, no, that takes like a lot of you know, proficiency and confidence to be like, no, you're getting a stereo track. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah. You know, yeah, well, and you know, and I'll like any if there is like I try not to do any editing. Like I'll do you know punch ins and stuff, but like I really don't like unless I'm like really fucking up. Like I, I don't want to. I mean, like you know, I'm not going to be like, okay, I'm going to play a drum machine. Like, I'm going to program the drums. Like just you know, if that's what you want, program the fucking drums. If you want a human being, like you know, that's can sound like a machine but you can still tell that it's a human being then you know but whatever yeah i mean that's specifically for metal obviously because nobody else unless you're playing like fucking trap beats or something wants you to sound like a machine but (laughs) (laughs) how much uh, how busy have you been with it pretty busy lately and i've been doing a lot of stuff for my uh drum and guitar company and like a lot of playthrough videos and i'm working on review videos and trying to get the reels things going and all the social media shit trying to build up a lot of stuff so that I can kind of like sort of trickle releasing shit. Yeah. And aside from that, like recording other bands, recording guitar, recording my band, my other band that I play guitar and sing in, it's like nonstop. So. You've been recording other bands at your place? Yeah, yeah. yeah when, cool. So that's cool too. We got to actually record. So my awesome AR guy and friend Mike at D-Drum, he fucking rules in his band with, you know, a bunch of other awesome people who work over there and used to work there, whatever. Uh, they came down from Tampa and recorded the drum tracks with me for their, uh, I think it would be an EP. They're yeah. called Virulence. 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 They're fucking, <laughs> it's sick. It's just killer, like death metal, straight up, you know, not old school, kind of technical. And it's interesting, but it was cool, cool being able to like, that was a, like I had recorded other people before, but that was like the first, like, you know, I'm like really sitting down with somebody and really being able to like push them and, you know. And I realized, like, I really like that a lot. Like, being able to, like, like oh, no, let's try that part again. Or, you know what I mean? Or, like, really, all right, here, no, like, nail this. Or, you know, like, In the being, like, a, a physical, yeah, like, metronome sometimes, you know? Like, yeah, it's, cool. it's fun. I enjoy doing that. But, yeah. Yeah, I was listening to um, a couple of projects today. I had to listen to Surgeon. That was pretty oh, yeah. awesome. That, yeah, yeah. How long were you in with those guys? So those guys, that probably was another one of those bands, going back to that earlier question about, like, you know, what kind of ba- what band really pushed it to the next level. That band, like, we got, like, before that, I had never played with a metronome, and then I started, like, live, you know, <clears throat> and I started using that, and not for every band, but for them, like, because we played with backing tracks and, we wrote a lot of shit and yeah, we made it like a big production so that whatever. But Surgeon was killer. I played with them 2000, probably 11 or 12 to like 2014 when I moved here. Yeah. And then I actually did another a tour with them. Yeah. Later where I played double duty, but that was a lot of fun. They were fucking, they're really killer. They actually transformed into another band. They're called Arcanica now. All right. And it's uh, some of the same people and it's, it's killer shit. 
Cool. So check them out. Arcanica from Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which camera to point at. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just for future All reference, yeah, there's a little one. red light on it. Oh, no. <laughs> <nice. laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> 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 like we have fun. <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, which one do I look at? <laughs> Funny. So, um, yeah, all right. So have you done a, a lot of touring as well? Yes. Like, and yeah. that was, man, we had so much more to do in this dang pandemic crap. I swear, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking to the mic. Yes, lots of touring. Uh, Europe, Mexico was fucking unbelievable. Mexico, Central America. I would, man, what a great place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, terrifying, you know, places all over the world. But, like, you know, there's also amazing places within those seemingly scary places. Yeah, too. for sure. Yeah, yeah. But there, like, all over, uh, like, in Southeast Asia, through obviously Singapore, we were talking about that earlier. Through Malaysia into Thailand, that was cool. Yeah, we were talking about earlier. Who were we with over there? That was with Hellwitch. That was right. that was a lot of fun. So I was filling in for Brian. I don't know. Do you know Brian Wilson at all? No, he rules. So awesome drummer. Uh, plays with Ingve Malmsteen. Actually, he's been playing with them for a while now. I know Patrick real well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. The same whole family of people. Yeah, I'm sure in some way. Gotcha. But so he normally plays in Hellwitch. Yeah. And this was like 2018, and he was on tour with Ingve at that point. Actually, in the same, he was in Malaysia at the same time we were. Oh, yeah, wild! But yeah, he couldn't do it, so I filled in for them, and you know we. I did it, and it was fucking Sick. awesome, and I ate a bunch of food, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like, of fun. Pretty much all I did was eat food the whole time. And Have you done the whole time? Have you been through Europe, too? Yeah, so yeah. not – like twice. So I went once uh, in 2009. We played a show – what the fuck is that? In in Camden, in London. It's in the, the Roundhouse or some shit okay. or something. No, uh, wait. No, it was near Underworld. Right. I'm going to sound stupid now because I've played in Camden a million times and I can't remember. I don't know. It was awesome, though. It was a, a fucking blast. And then from there, like, I just traveled by myself. But then uh, we did, like, a proper bus tour, like, 2019, I think, right before all this crap. And yeah. all over, like, Western Europe, you know. We had we had hmm. a lot more stuff. We were supposed to play uh, in Slovakia and Czech and Eastern Ukraine, you know. Yeah. But you know, we're not there now. But, like, yeah. All over Australia, I going to Czech, all over Czech Asia. Republic is a lot of fun. I fucking love Czech so much. You know dude. where I love, like, probably the most out of those countries is I just have such a good time in Hungary. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, I've never been there. It looks so fucking sick. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's that whole, whatever you want to, people say Eastern, Central Europe, you know. Yeah, that little bit in the amazing. middle there. Yeah, it is, yeah. I did, when I was young, I did just some traveling around there, but then... All the years with Sonic Boom Six, we did. We played a lot in that little bit there, like mm-hmm. Czech and Croatia. Yeah, they love that Serbia kind of stuff, and... dude. It's just a fucking party. Like it's yeah, great, yeah. you know. I know getting in and out was always like interesting too. The funny thing about that is getting in and out of England is interesting now. Yeah. What a pain in the ass <laughs> really? that is, man. Because of this whole stupid situation with the EU, right now, now it's like right. we're not in the EU, and that the people that that hurts, <clears throat> it hurts a lot of different people. But mm-hmm. one of the groups that hurts is musicians. Because going on tour now, yeah, you know, Noxious. I mean, the thing is, everyone in England, if there's anyone in England listening to this, they'll be like, yeah, all right, everyone yeah. knows this. But right. if you don't know, you know, American, you don't realize this. Now, any band who's not a huge band, who's mm. trying to go to Europe, you know, have to declare all of the merchandise you bring with them. Yeah. It's like you have to have all these different passes. Everything's super expensive, prohibitively expensive. So mm-hmm. the point where people aren't doing it. Yeah. You know, no, it's true. When and I was young, like it wasn't a big US, deal at all. You know, it's it was, one country. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. when I, and when I was, my whole life, I've, it, 
because I haven't lived in England since it's not been in the EU. Right. My whole life we were in the EU and it was just like, you know, basically felt like the same country. You just go mm-hmm. over there. And then we'd get to the edge of it, you know, Croatia and stuff, and we'd be like, oh, you know, that's when it yeah. got difficult. Right, that's what but it seems But that was like right yeah. on the doorstep. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a joke. That's funky, man. I don't, you know. Yeah. I am glad that I'm in Florida, that's for sure, of all yeah. places to be right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Like, never thought I'd say that, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, totally. yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah, that's the whole, that whole thing. No, it's, thing it's obnoxious, man. I remember, like, for years, like, so that so it was another band that I toured with a lot, Master. I'm unfortunately not playing with them right now because, you know, all this stuff. And he, Paul was like, well, you can't travel over here without vaccines. And I was like, well, cool. Uh, you know, yes, <laughs> have fun. Right, <laughs> so, right, I don't yeah, know, yeah. but whatever, that's fine. You know, um, but yeah, what was my point there on that? <laughs> so uh, I, I can't remember. Yeah. We we'd been talking about touring. Oh right, oh, yeah. traveling. Yeah. Did you ever make it to Australia? No, that was a place we were supposed to go. Yeah, and it was all canceled. The two places I've never been is Australia, and I've never toured in India either. I wanted to do that. That would be cool. My buddy's about to go there. I'm like, dude, oh, yeah. yeah, tell me about that. That's gonna be fucking crazy and awesome. Yeah. Like. Again, I want to eat all the food, you know. Yeah, really. <laughs> everywhere I go, <laughs> eat your way through Europe. Yeah, my my brother um, is a uh, a big fan of India. He's been there a mm. bunch of times, and he actually made some music for a Bollywood movie. Oh wow, crazy. that's awesome! Yeah, yeah that's right. Awesome. That's yeah, pretty they, funny. I, I, I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure of the situation. I think he might have been like sort of used a little bit, but they just kind of had him like. In, in a house and was just kind of farming him for mm. music but I mean he had the best time he learned That's so cool. much yeah yeah it was awesome man some of those like North Indian classical musical instruments or even not even specifically North but like those things are cra- like the Sarad have you ever seen that thing no I mean, it's maybe fucking I crazy it's it like, like this big it's like a guitar but with like a million strings but it has the neck is like metal it's like smooth metal so oh, it's right. obviously microtonal but it's like this it's like a violin guitar that has like, what a you huge could shred smooth on. Smooth metal neck. Yeah, crazy. and it's like big, big and wide. But it, you know, and it's like very oh, aggressive. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah but yeah, it's yeah. all metal, and it's you'd be like <laughs> go crazy on it. There's this um, Indian, um, British, uh, UK artist Sheila Chandra. Have you ever heard of her? No, she's really cool. Check it out. There's, there, um, she was involved years ago with doing music with my uncle Paul, but. Um, uh, she's a really interesting musician and one of her albums is all you know they do that thing with the tabla where they uh, um, you, before you learn how to play it you spend years They're sounding talking, it out yeah, yeah she's got an album of just that exactly that shit's fucking unbelievable yeah exactly fucking nuts there's this guitarist from yeah, it's, he's fu- and he'll like be like shredding in 1916 and like doing tal, 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 in some fucking oh, crazy right. like polyrhythm. It's like ridiculous, man. It's I, funny. Yeah, I figured if I knew anyone who'd know about that kind of thing, that's cool. Have you ever played with anyone who has like microtonal guitar? Have you ever seen like been involved? So in yes. So well, have you ever seen? King Lizard and the Gizzard Wizard, whatever. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I know about it, but no. Yeah, no. Microtonal guitars, whatever. But so there was this dude. I kind of I don't want to say his name because he like kind of was a dick to me on the internet. No, no, no. So I'm not going to say it. But he like, okay. <laughs> he like it, this dude made these microtonal guitars and they're fucking unbelievable. But he's nuts. He's out of his mind, sadly. Right. But uh, gotcha. yeah, amazing. I, I was thinking about doing that 
so I, that bazooki, I had sold it, unfortunately. This was like years ago at this point. But I always wanted to do like put quarter tone frets on it. Because yeah. I have that Saz, which has the quarter tone frets, and that fucking thing is amazing. And I'm like, what would this sound like? Or what would a banjo or one of those banjo guitar things sound like with quarter tones? And yeah. I think it, it can be done like microtonal music. Like when you say microtonal music, you expect to hear some fucking cacophonous, like horrendous noise thing, or you expect to hear like Middle Eastern music. And I think if it's done properly, where it's not just trying to be like, oh, we're playing. F sharp sharp or you know, whatever, <laughs> just you know, just to be heady and it sounds like shit. That's not worth it. But if it's right. you know, some Turkish shit and you can't like, get some. Fla- yeah. It's just about the flavor of the note. Isn't yeah, it? That's exactly. What, yeah, just Rather very than... slightly changes it. And I used to be almost like reverse snobby about it. Mm. Like you know, I used to be like, oh come on, it you know. But actually, that you know, that this exactly with when when you're talking about Middle Eastern music and stuff, you can't. Hear how it's used very, very effectively. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah no doubt. About and it. sometimes they'll hang on that fucked up note. You know what I mean? And yeah. but it sounds good. You're like, okay, all right. Because I get it, it's more modeled after the human voice. Like I know specifically with Indian music, I know, and I would imagine with you know like Turkish music, they like that, like these little kind of like descending, fluttery scale things that they do. Yeah. Is modeled after the human voice. But I know, you know, of course, like in the Europeans, we have to have. Separate notes for everything, you know. Like, but like, whatever, you know. I, I'm just guessing that's how it evolved, but I, I you know, who knows? Yeah. I think from now on, at Kill Billy gigs, when uh, when I screw up and you look at me funny, I'm just gonna be like microtonal baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm European. Sorry, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, man. So uh, this is gonna be a, an interesting question. It, do you, is there? I mean, I'm, I imagine I sort of have an idea of what your answer might be, but do you have a writing process? Yes, for I mean, for my shit, it's weird it, because I do a lot of collaborative shit, so it it depends on the situation. I kind of have like a few different ways I like to go about it, but all right. So for like my stuff specifically, where it's just me playing everything, and you know, I can just fucking circle jerk myself into oblivion, and you know, if I hate a part, it doesn't matter. I'll just come up with a riff or something and then try to like like say like a head or or you know a yeah, hook yeah. or a chorus whatever even though that doesn't even apply to half the shit motif. I write but yeah exactly <laughs> something catchy something yeah. good no but like jazzy yeah whatever <laughs> just like a thing and then yeah. try to like be like okay th- and again this might this process might change but sometimes I want to do it this way uh where okay I got this idea how many different things can I come up with like relating to that or like inversions of that or whatever and make different riffs but kind of have like this common theme of this or and then sometimes I just string shit together and it's kind of all over the place dude you know yeah, a lot of times I'll thought, just, just hear yeah. something and kind of go nuts but there is sometimes too where like you know I'll hear just a little bit of something and then write it out and then keep writing and not even have an instrument in my hand and be like, okay, this makes sense here, like in my head, because I can just look at it and hear it. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah, And then yeah. you go to play it and you're like, oh, this is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. When I was at university, I, I did, did quite a lot of just writing, yeah. you know, but then, you know, I rapidly discovered that I wasn't as good as I thought. I'm yeah. Like, I might be, but, you know. Like like I need fun. a flute or something in my yeah. hands. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, my music degree was it was fun because you know i think when you're at school doing it like that in composition mm. you really just get to do you, you're encouraged to 
experiment, do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. know, maybe that's the one time in my life where I, it was just like an open. It's just like do whatever you want. Yeah. The weirder, the better. You uh-huh. know, like it was. It was a fun. Time. But they won't teach you about odd time signatures and shit, which drives. I like. I never understood that. I'm like, you can go to Berkeley and not learn about that at all. And I'm like, yeah. why wouldn't you do that? That's like every music a- ever, except for. Yeah, pop country music. You know, that's I was pretty it. lucky with that in that side of things. I had a really good composition teacher, and mm. he and he he was a. Do you, have you ever heard of the classical composer Lutzowski? No, he's like did a lot of like really weird stuff. Nice, uh, you know, it's like mo- mo- modern, uh, you know, modern composition. I don't right. know if you, there's Luigi that many no people no out there who you shit. wouldn't say to a layman. It's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, it's great. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of cool stuff. Anyway, check it out. And he he was a student of him. Mm. And and this guy Lutzowski is quite a famous composer, and he was just like you know he was actively encouraging us to come up with really out there ideas. And one of the ideas that Lutzowski had for writing songs was this idea of mobiles. So you'd have like like um you'd have like like imagine different spinning things mm. that are made out of like a, a sort of melodic idea and a rhythmic idea hmm. and then how they interact with each other as they turn right. kind of thing almost like in kaleidoscopic yeah, yeah. fashion you know what I mean but this isn't a physical thing this is just the just, idea just, just the idea yeah, to create the music that's fucking wacky yeah, totally, have you ever yeah. heard of the musical game Cobra no that, you know John Zorn yeah Naked City and all that Like, so he came up with this thing and this was like a lot of these people that I used to play with in Philly would do this and they'd do it and it was, it was so, so fucking cool they did this in this place called the Rotunda this big open, and they'd have like two and throat singing and all kinds of weird shit there. Love that. But uh, you get like you know however many I forget I don't know all the rules, but like uh, you know a, a round or whatever half round of people, whatever ten twenty people, and there's like a you know director guy and he has all these different cards and you can, you like put on a hat and it makes him call a different card and like all these things and or I don't even know how to fucking describe it but it's it's insane and like you hear it and you're like wow it sounds like the most insane composition but it's everybody just like playing a game that's you cool know? they'll do a yeah. thing like i forget how they signal it but where everybody just makes a sound and it yeah. goes in a circle and they're like it's just, it sounds <laughs> fucking crazy man there's so much stuff like that you know when you're doing a degree and you get to you're like, like john cage and mm-hmm, stuff yeah and, yeah all that stuff yeah we did john zorn as well yep and um i can't remember who which composer it was, but there was one where he just has, you just get everyone in the entire building to play C for as long as they can. Oh. And, and uh, it's just like the whole building is just playing C. It's not not John Cage, but what's the other guy? Yeah. Steve Reich? Reich? I think it Reich, might be Steve Reich. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That's funny. Totally. All that minimalist stuff. I always wanted to start like a minimalist prog band. So you're just like <laughs> shredding this thing just over and over. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So the other question, which is um, almost a silly question to ask you, is: Do you practice? I, you know, not as much as I used that to. That surprises me. But I, I do. Like when I had, like, so now I'm recording this uh, this war metal. Uh, that's another <laughs> specific subgenre. There's also bestial war metal, which I can't tell the difference between those two. But whatever. Right. This album. Uh, for this band called Idris Trine, which I was telling you earlier, is this this chick Zeke is her name ZKD. She goes by, and it's just like the most intense fucking music I've ever heard in my life. It's literally like three hundred something BPM blast beats the whole time, like nonstop for four and a half minutes every fucking song or whatever. Right, right, right. But um, my point being, uh, this shit is so like physically endurance challenge, basically, you know, that I like have to 
kind of like really like warm up and practice to be able because I sit down and I can't just start blasting like that. It takes right. a while to warm up. I got to get really sweaty and fucking you know. Would you have you noticed any um, changes? You know, as as you're sort of getting older in years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I used to. I used to break symbols constantly, and I'm talking about like giant, ridiculous symbols, thin symbols, everything. Like I would just destroy them all the time, and I would also get like horrendous fucking calluses on my hands that would turn into blood blisters, and then have blisters under the blisters, and they would be shredded. I'd have to like glue them and tape them. Now my hands are smooth as a fucking baby's ass, dude. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I right. changed the way I play. I guess yeah. I still fucking hit the shit out of the drums, but like. Feel them. Feel how soft my hands are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're so soft, which is weird because I always had fucked up gnarly hands from working and shit. But yeah. I noticed that. I noticed like uh, I'm able to do – I used to have a hard time kind of like synthesizing. So I had like you know jazz or kind of funk stuff that I'd be able to play like easily, but I'd have to play it on a completely different setup completely different feel drum set than what I would play like extremely fast like you know typewriter tasteless fucking blast beat shit on now so I had like the you know the thesis the antithesis and now I synthesize it so I can do blasty shit but also play like really groovy shit at the same time cool so things have gotten a lot easier overall for sure I feel right. like I'm I'm exerting less energy and I'm getting a lot you know, it's able. I'm able to do a lot more without trying. Yeah, so that's, that's interesting because when I, you know, when I asked the question, it was just I, I was thinking about it more in terms of, um, you know, just the the speed and mm. endurance. And I was thought it might, you know, you might have kind of said the opposite, but it's actually you're better. Yes, but I I have to work just as hard to do it yeah. to get to that point. But maintaining it once I'm once see like I don't know, say like 2008, me playing this shit. I'd be dead. Like, not, like I would use all my energy to do what I do now, and I'm like using a, like a quarter of it now. You yeah, know? and I'm hitting harder, and I'm playing faster than I've ever played. That's amazing. There's a few Learning players that I know. And, you know, know, it's not because it doesn't really necessarily um, sort of dovetail with what the kind of music I spend my time playing. Mm-hmm. But there are a few people I know who are who are kind of like playing like at the edge of like human sort of capabilities. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Scott, the way he plays guitar. Oh, man. And, and you, you know, people who are just like really up there. And it's always imp- interesting for me to talk to you guys. I actually texted Scott the other day, asked him the same question. I was like, um, I was like, uh, you know, you noticing as you get older that it's becoming sort of more difficult or easier. And, it, you know, he, I, I realized after I wrote it, it kind of sounded like I was saying, like, so uh, you old man, yeah, yeah, and he, and he, they, they, he t- kind of took the piss out of me a bit and said, yeah, oh, so now I'm the old guy, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> but no, he said, you know, he said he hasn't noticed it yet, you know. So yeah. I, guess, I guess it must, you know, when you get to a certain point in master, but maybe that's when you get to your seventies. Yeah, well, that's what I always was like, man. When I can't do blast beats anymore, I'll just fucking play fusion. Like I'll be good. I'll just yeah. call the Billy Cobham and fucking call it a day. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you know? like, that's, that's I kind of want to do that now, to be honest with you. But yeah. <laughs> It's funny. There's got to be something to it, though. Like I, I understand what you're asking and, and how the thought process is. As you get older, you would get slower, and I imagine that at some point that's true. I, but I, I mean, not to sound like an idiot, but I, like I'm, I'm playing bass at like the best level that I've ever played in my life, and I, you know, I, yeah. way better than when I was in 20s and 30s, you know, so, yeah. and with less effort. So, yeah. so I, I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be a technique thing, maybe. Maybe yeah. as as you get older, like your technique changes maybe. and you start working smarter, not harder. I guess. Yeah, you know? that's a, that's such a huge obstacle. <clears throat> I noticed, like with a lot, surprisingly, a lot of metal musicians like don't have good technique. And I'm like, dude, like you, it's 
so much of it is technique, like to make yeah. your job easier, you know? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, dude, I'll look at guys and they're like fucking doing all this awkward shit. I'm like, bro, just <laughs> relax. Just yeah. fucking just relax the shoulders. Stop fucking, you know, ah! like just, and I'm like, man, like, what, what happened? Why? Like, right, why did right. you figure this out earlier? Chill a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, and, and like, or dudes not using their pinky. The yeah. fuck are you? Do you want your your children to not have pinkies? This is what's going to happen. <laughs> you stop fucking using it. You're going to be born with flipper kids. Like, oh, it's not going to. So ha- nobody's going to have fingers anymore. If a you're student not using who will remain things. nameless. I, I was uh, I was teaching him today, and uh, and um, yeah, I was like extolling the the importance of the pinky. Yeah. You five just, fingers using. Yeah. I'm just the opposite. I always use pinky, and I don't use my ring finger. Yeah, but whatever. You're using the pinky, though. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the pinky. Yeah. I funny. only use the pinky. Yeah, I only use the pinky. You got to tuck these fingers in, though, when you do it. Right here, shake my hand. <laughs> You guys are like, <laughs> guys are like Lego, like Legos, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is getting silly. I think at this point we should listen to some uh, music, okay. and uh, we should watch a video, of you, and we will, uh, and we'll get right back.
561 Music is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. It is a biker bar in Tequesta. Um, Tequesta, if you don't know, is a little town that's just north of um, Jupiter. Um, if you're heading north um, out of Jupiter on US 1, you see a little yellow building on your right. And uh, almost always there are a bunch of bikes outside it because it is a biker bar. It's called Handlebars, just in case um, you know you were curious if it was a biker bar or not. Definitely is one. And um, But we do let other people in there. If you don't ride a motorbike, you're allowed to come and have a beer. Um, it's a real cool spot um there is a uh there is a what they called open mic open jam on the fourth sunday of every month that i run from four to seven and that is all ages all abilities all styles it's if you just want to come and hang out and uh try something out or if you don't get the opportunity to play with other people you should come and play with us it's good fun hector actually came um to the last one last week didn't you mate yeah man it was fun it was yeah, a good time. yeah yeah brought my son he did uh he did some drums and stuff yeah yeah, yeah it, it was, was cool time. and yeah gavin actually brought his kit um up there and i think you know in the future, he might come again and hang out with us. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, if you want to come to an open jam, fourth Sunday of every month, we'll be there from four to seven. Now, we also do a bike night on the second Thursday of every month. This month is May the 12th, and Killbillies are playing from six to no. nine. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually our inaugural gig there. We've never done a gig at Handlebars, which, considering my father-in-law owns a bar, is um, long overdue. So it's about time. Or, or says something about our talent. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I've been booking the band, uh, so I don't know what that says. Damn. <laughs> uh, it says something about my talent. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll be there on we'll be there on May twelfth and um, for bike night from six to nine. So if you've never checked out the bar but you like Killbillies, you should come. Um, you should come on May twelfth. And um, outside of that, it's you know it's open every day of the week. It's a cool spot. Um, Got great food, great beer. Um, Bernsey the chef is a good laugh. He's a lot of fun. Come and say hi to him. And uh, yeah, Handlebars Bar and Grill. Thank you so much, Handlebars, for sponsoring the podcast. It means a great deal to us. Yeah. And the other sponsor we have is um, is a, a carver bar on Indian Town Road. It's called o- Oasis Root. Now, um, this place is run by this cool guy called Jim, who is a huge supporter of the podcast. And the reason that um, he does this was um obviously you know it's good to get the name of the uh, the bar out there but really he's do- he's doing it to support local music and um he's very cool about it anyone who goes into the carver bar he always says oh you should check out the podcast in fact i think he's a little more for- I, think, I think he he makes them subscribe to it <laughs> so respect you can't have your drink until you subscribe yeah so respect to jim for being such a huge supporter maybe of that's podcast. why our youtube numbers are so high <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like exclusively carver drinkers right uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> anyway if you've never had carver before it's um it's a polynesian root that grind up and um mix into like a drink with water and um it has an effect that uh, it sort of just mellows you out. It's not really like alcohol. You don't get drunk or anything like that. It just sort of chills you out. And, uh, yeah, so if you've never had it, you should go check it out. There's a lot of different types of carver bars out there. It's a very, it's a relatively new thing. And some of them are kind of, I mean, it's not a new drink, but it's a new concept for people who do, you know, in North America. So um, there's a, it's just the whole kind of industry is kind of finding its feet. And there's some places that are like, sort of clubs you know with uh with sort of you know uv and 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 you know playing edm all the time and stuff like that and if that's your jam then you know you can go to that but oasis isn't really like that it's a lot more chilled out it's kind of like a cafe vibe and um 
yeah, you know, nice wood bar and, and it's kind of bright and breezy in there. People just shooting the shit. It's kind of like a coffee house, really. It's nice. It's chill. So, it does uh, sound nice. Yeah. So if you like that kind of thing, you should go check it out. Oasis Root. And thank you so much, Jim, for supporting the podcast. Now, all right. So um, we just watched amazing video of uh, you playing along to your Stupid, amazing crazy video band. <laughs> of course i'm wearing this shirt like a fucking asshole oh, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that is badass um thank you yeah and that can you tell us a little bit about that project so yeah that's just been me like you know trying to find musicians that can play this shit for years and it just wound up being me basically <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, but uh, yeah it's just like uh, some of the insanity that i hear in my brain when i'm going walking down the street riding a bike or whatever yeah. um yeah and just guitar riffs that you know automatically are filled in with drums in my head at the same sure, time yeah, and, yeah, yeah it's just it's me it's incredible. <laughs> on music you know yeah so i think one of the things that um you know we were talking about while we were watching it was uh you, just how effortlessly you play such yeah. difficult music thank you yeah. <laughs> it's it, you know it's funny too because i was saying my buddy eugene is unbelievable drummer eugene Vyabchenko, if you have a, a chance to check him out he's a fucking freak um he he did a, a like a review of that video and he was like yeah it looks like you're it's too easy for you like you know maybe like pretend it's like a struggle like pretend you're struggling a little bit <laughs> but it was funny he's like well i know because you're trying to remember these parts and i was like actually like all the odd time and whatever weird parts are like burned in there like i don't have to think about it. i was actually like improvising over most of those but the blasting parts was the part where i was like okay don't fucking don't you miss one hit you know yeah yeah is that that you have to be like really consistent with that shit especially also when you're doing like double stroke shit and using yeah. the triggers, the velocity has to be like the same every hit. Otherwise, you'll drop a note, and then sure. I'm not going to fucking sound replace and throw a note in there. I want to. Fu- I want to play the shit. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and you do the two bass drums, not the. Du- yeah, 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 yeah. I. And you know, it's funny. Like, it just looks more bad. It's more badass. You look manly, yeah. but uh, like, <laughs> <Sure>. you know, <laughs> but I, I, like, I have no problem with double pedal or even a single pedal. I use the double pedal forever, but I would always break the fucking drive shaft like constantly. Right. Yeah, so I, was, I was breaking shit all the time. So I was just like, you know what? Two bass drums. Fuck it. You know, sorry guys. Like I'll, maybe I'll stuff a floor tom inside this bass drum. It's taking up more room in the fucking band now. But right, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, no, it's necessary. You know, yeah. Unless I'm playing like a fucking, you know. Like whatever, just a gig at Bull Bar, which rest in peace. But yeah, yeah. No, Pat, that's Patrick selves the two yeah. kicks as well. I think yeah. it's badass. It yeah. is badass. Like, why would you not play with two? The yeah. thing that drives me fucking crazy, though, this I cannot abide, is when people have two bass drums and they use a double pedal on one bass drum. Get that fucking bass drum out of there. You're not using it. You're a fucking, you're a faker. You're a faker, faker. Get that left bass drum out of there if you're not using it. Don't hide your fucking shameful double pedal behind it. Fuck you. Get that other bass drum out of here. No fucking games here. No, but for real. Like, why would you even have the other bass drum? You're just making, all those people aren't carrying their own fucking drums. They're making somebody else carry that extra drum. (laughs) You know, like, I'm just going to carry my pedal. Just get my fucking drum that I don't play. This is the biggest <laughs> drum on my set that I don't fucking play. <laughs> Stupid. But yeah, otherwise, double bass yeah. you know, drums all the way, for it's sure. Sick. It's amazing. So you were um, saying, I wasn't aware of this. I'd seen this video before. I wasn't aware there's vocals on the original. Yeah, and yeah. That, I, I don't know why people always take off the vocals for playthrough videos, but I did. 
Right, yeah. I don't yeah. know, you know, why not? Just kind of in, stand, industry standard yeah, thing. it seems like it. Yeah, which, yeah. I don't know why. Fuck it. The Next one's going to have vocals. Like, yeah. Metal things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, I just really wanted to focus on the six instruments all shredding simultaneously, so I can't hear, I can't hear the, any singing, you know? It's like, it's a, it strains the royal ear, you know? <laughs> like, what the fuck? So where can people find that, uh, that, that music? So you can go uh, a Mesa Spentas. Which is, they're not even words. I made them up. It's an extrapolation of this thing in Zoroastrianism, the Amesha Spenta, which are like the holy immortals or secret chiefs or whatever. Nerd shit. Uh, when I was <laughs> stoned. But uh, like, you can go on YouTube, Amesa Spentas, A-M-E-S-A-S-P-E-N-T-A-S. I had to look on my shirt to remember how to spell it. Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. That's probably where I'm most active. And then I like, yeah, cool. link to everything on there. But yeah, awesome. Rust and Gross at Instagram dot your fucking mom's house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fine. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, what I think the next thing we should do is uh, have a look at this amazing guitar that you were Ooh, showing yeah. me earlier. I should have brought it. Yeah. Oh, there it is. So what's going that. on with this guy? Is that between your two kicks? So yeah, it is. That's cool. <laughs> it's, the, it's right between the t- the two kicks there. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, it's that's, a very sexual picture, <laughs> dude. Look at the, the angles. And everything's spread wide open, just waiting to be pl- played. Um, <laughs> not plowed. So that is the gorgeous Dean ML multi-scale seven-string. Featuring this gorgeous, everything's gorgeous. Uh, Kaler USA trim. Uh, It's got fucking push pull coil taps. It's got the Nazgul and Sentient uh, Seymour Duncan pickups, angled pickups. It's mahogany body, fucking uh, maple top, maple or burl, mapler. I don't know. The thing's fucking ridiculous, dude. I need seven strings. The unique thing about this, not to go off on a totally tangent, Total tangent here. Uh, a lot of companies that do the multi scale, you see how the you know the frets are angled, mm-hmm. and it's you know as it goes down, it gets more of a steep angle. Yada yada yada. Um, the neutral fret or the the parallel, or I'm sorry, the the ninety degree to the the neck yeah. fret yeah. is generally the seventh or ninth. Yeah. And if you think about it, it's, I have to kind of like show you with my hand. If you you know are in the first position of your guitar, yeah. your hand doesn't bend backwards like this to to get notes so for them to start this is really odd to explain if the the straight normal fret is in the middle of the neck the frets this way are going to be bent this way and the frets this way are going to be bent this way yeah like a pendulum right yeah if you have that here how, how are you going to play a guitar like this yeah 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 so they're neutral fret or the parallel fret is actually the nut it's the zero and then it starts ah. to go this way so none of the frets are actually 90 degrees but if you think about it and especially playing you know, I don't play the guitar over here. I play it like this. It's yeah. comfortable. It's natural. My hand goes here. My hand's here like this in the first position. And as you go up, what happens? Yeah. You know, I don't go like this to play the guitar. I, my hand goes like this. Yeah. I don't go like this. I'm just here, down. So having the fucking zero fret be the neutral fret makes so much more sense. This makes even more sense if I had the guitar in my hand. Yeah, but yeah. But, like, there's just a million things about this guitar that I love. A fantastic fucking company. It right, and it's you know I'm just nerding out, but the company Armadillo they own D Drum as well, D Drum uh, Luna guitars. They make ukuleles and shit. Killer company and Dean, and they're Mm. fucking amazing. Everybody over there, Chris, Mike, other Chris who's not there anymore, but you're amazing. Andrew, Evan, everybody's amazing. Yeah, they're a great company. I love all their shit. Armadillo. 
and check it, out and five six one music. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So um, yeah, all right. Uh, but also, those drums were D drum drums, and they're sexy. Yeah, they did look pretty nice. <laughs> you got anyone else you need to shout out? While yeah, for sure. Axis Percussion, uh, Vratum Drum Shoes, Orion Cymbals. <laughs> um, I forget. Iron Age uh, Athletic Sportswear. There you go. That's it, yeah. Yeah, cool. Amazing. Well, I tell you what, you know, I'm surprised the list isn't longer. You are just a phenomenal drummer, an yeah. unbelievable musician yeah, across the board. It, dude. I got to ask you, on that video, man, like, what was the BPM on that? 240 that one Jesus yeah, yeah 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 and i figured out a way even with all the fucking changes and time signature changes you know the tempo is the same so i was able to just for the metronome make a smaller subdivision like 16th notes or something so i yeah. don't have to program anything it's just one tempo Dude, yeah, that makes insane. any sense yeah nerding but yeah rather than like changing like all the fucking feels or whatever i just made more notes and then it all lines up you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I don't know how to explain this I'm like Ugh. that's awesome so the uh, other, the other thing is what uh, what have you got coming have you got anything in the pipeline coming up gigs releases anything like that, that yes yeah. so a bunch of uh, well albums for sure I've been working on like three different albums right now for my, you know, Mesa Spentos, my album, which is all done. I just got to fucking, you know, put it out properly. You were playing me some stuff that sounded pretty similar to this years ago. Like, like, I just, yes, yeah. it was probably, probably the same shit, honestly. Right. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, and yeah. And so, and I have like a few more songs now too, but it was just like stuff that I had never recorded. Like I had, uh, I had played with Derek Roddy on drums. I don't know if you know him. He's a fucking animal. Like he, known, known for like, you know, more extreme metal stuff but he did right. that like drum that dream theater drum tryout thing or yeah, whatever okay. he was one of the guys on there wow. and like he he was like one of the two other people that i've ever gotten to like actually be able to play this shit yeah but uh totally forget where i was going with that again but yes yeah in, in your dream stuff I, I, in the pipeline I, I, yeah, oh, yeah stuff <laughs> in the pipeline yeah <laughs> random um so that another band which we're changing the name so i'm not even gonna say you'll see it if you follow me on the, the socials but uh that i was playing guitar with we had a singer. We lost our singer. I'm going to be playing guitar and singing now, so I've been working on that. That's cool. Bunch of recordings. This band in Texas called Yidras Trine. Yeah. Uh, some more stuff coming. I can't really say yet, but it's, well, that's yeah, cool. some other good stuff. It's all stuff. in the yeah, pipeline yeah. uh-huh. coming up. That's cool. If you In your project, if you had a, a choice of which instrument you would play out of all the others, which one would it be? And a mesa spent us or whatever definitely guitar and singing okay yeah and that's like because i you know i like wrote all this shit on that so it's like you know but it's still i'm like i'm like okay well yeah i don't get i don't have to drag a ridiculous drum set a rector set out everywhere i go (laughs) you know what i mean that's cool but i'm like damn like singing and playing is just as hard as playing drums (laughs) you know like Energy wise, you know, yeah, totally. Especially uh, if you got to like think about what you're doing, you're like, and you're like, ah, wait, yeah, totally. The other question that I was curious about, um, that uh, it just sort of came to me after you know, when we were listening to that thing there, is um, and also in relation to what you were saying about um, with the kind of metal you like, is where do you draw your lyrical inspiration from? For me, yeah, I mean, this might sound like corny to a lot of metal people but i mean and especially with the newer lyrics too it's all about like giving it up giving glory to god and waking people the fuck up like because whatever that means to you and i i don't do it like you know like praise jesus like immediately right out of whatever but like (laughs) 
I don't know, dude. Like, shit's crazy. Like, uh, you know, what I, mean? I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. And like, it's definitely. I mean, shit's always been crazy, but and that's kind of what it's always been about to me. Ever, you know, yeah. forever. It's always been about like getting to the source of things. Yeah, like you know, bettering yourself through whatever you feel is the way to do that. You know what I mean? And for me, it's it is what it is, and for other people, it's different. Bettering yourself or just becoming a better person yeah. or the struggles that you go through in life and then just, you know, putting a mirror in front of people. Not that I'm perfect. I'm a fucking idiot. But like, you know, like some of the bullshit that goes on in the world. It's, yeah. you know, all the music that I've ever been influenced by is like calling bullshit on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, so big yeah. themes, like so, serious yeah. big themes. I'm just hating. Everything is just hate. <laughs> hate on it all. No, it's the opposite. It's all about love. No hate. Right no on. fear. <clears throat> just all love. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh no. I'm not, and on that note, no. No, that's really interesting. And, and I think that it, it, it says a lot about you that, you know, you take it very seriously and that it means a lot to you. And, um, you know, but when it comes to music in general, that's something that I appreciate and I look out for. So, you know, that's cool, Ben. It's well, badass. Good yeah. answer. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, man. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming dude, on the show. Dude, thank man. you guys so much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank man. you, man. You guys yeah. rule. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, man. <laughs> awesome. And, um, yeah, if you didn't hear us before going on about it, please like and subscribe um, on our YouTube channel because that appears to be the place that most people are consuming this so uh yeah get on that um subscribe button and like the videos and uh hopefully our views will continue to rise and we shall take over the world the florida yeah, music scene will become right, yeah, the biggest music scene in the world that's my you plan. want to uh you want to do a quick uh kill billy shout out yeah absolutely what we yeah, got coming up we got morning? uh private wedding in uh in uh <laughs> yeah so Friday. everyone come to that yeah, so exactly. everyone come to that uh, Saturday, you guys are playing a duo at uh, Square, Square Grouper in Jupiter. Three to six, yeah. Nice. And then uh, in the evening, we were playing full band Mego Malley's in Melbourne. Yeah. We're going and like then, all the way north, then all the way back south, yeah. and all the way north again. And then you've got something on Sunday, don't you? Yeah, what am I or doing maybe, on you don't, maybe you don't. It's not on my schedule, Let so maybe find you don't. Out. Hang on, I better check. Yeah, <laughs> maybe see. you don't. That's, that's you just might, you waste everyone's time here. Oh, no. No, nothing <laughs> nope, this Sunday. Nothing. So that's it, then. Yeah. Damn. All right. All right. Don't forget about the 12th at Handlebars. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be cool. Um, hang on. Maybe, is, do, There's probably yeah. like 37 gigs before then, so <laughs> i bring that up. You know what's happening this Sunday? The first day of Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, so happy Asian Pacific, Pacific American, American Heritage, Heritage Month. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're Asian Pacific American... American, then or a happy, month, happy ha- heritage <laughs> month, or a month, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a month, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, cool. Thanks for coming by, man. Thank you guys it. for having me. Yeah, Fuck yeah, nice dude. Time. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it